This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. I want to fade the Padres and Darvish after last night with Arizona. It's plus 198, so it's 2-1 to one for the full game. I'm looking at a number of uh, number of players in this lineup that have done pretty good for Arizona against Darvish. OPS, 865, all right. The on-base is, what, 337 in 91 plate appearances. So, yeah, I'm going to back the Diamondbacks. Van Meter hits it deep to right field. That's gone! Josh Van Meter, that's his fifth. Make it 4 nothing. From BetQL. I don't know that I was completely sold on that play, but it did get home yesterday. We talked about uh, playing it first five and also full game. The full game uh, did get home during our lightning bets there. So I'm feeling good on this Thursday. And why not? Why not? Because one week from today, we're going to be screaming on this show. We're going to be going nuts because it's going to be the uh, the night of the NFL season officially kicking off. The countdown is seven days away, and we have a number of college football games to break down that you can bet on for tonight. Uh, coming up here on BetQL Daily over the next few hours. Joe Ostrowski here, by the way. Uh, Ryan Williams from Fandle will drop by his thoughts on the upcoming season. Also a big DFS guy, so maybe a couple fantasy angles there. Uh, we'll hit on the NFL with Ryan Williams. And Michael Felder from Stadium, terrific on college Football, we've got five matchups, five matchups coming up this weekend between top 25 ranked teams. NFC East breakdown, how to bet it. Same deal in the NFC South. Uh, college football draft with the futures. We'll go over today's MLB card. So we're not lacking for any content today. Uh, Joe O here. And you may have heard on the East Coast, there are a lot of uh, some terrible weather. Hopefully everyone is staying safe. We're going to try to get Paul Paul uh, Paul Aspen, uh, Joe Giglio. I'm all over the place, people. Uh, Joe Giglio. We expect him to be joining us from WIP because he can't get home. We'll we'll have him on to explain. So Joe Giglio will be here. Aaron Hawksworth as well. Did get some uh, college football on your TV last night. UAB took care of Jacksonville State, but just like every single day. Here on BetQL Daily, we begin with the headlines. Time for today's headlines. Swing and a miss. 15 strikeouts. That's an ace. Team's on a four-game losing streak. Strikeout 15. Don't walk anybody. Turn a 3-1 lead over your bullpen. That's a big boy performance. Uh, It was. Can't get mad at it. Robbie Ray, R.I.P., yeah, Jake Hassan sexing me last night. I had a feeling. I think we talked about it on the show. Like, he might cement this AL Cy Young tonight. And for now, looks like that's what Garrett Cole did. Seven innings of work. 15 punch-outs, no walks. 15 punch-outs and no walks for Garrett Cole. And you look this morning at the AL Cy Young odds. He is now a minus 280 favorite. Similar number to Tatis for the NL MVP. Cole minus 280. Robbie Ray, the second favorite at plus 320. We might be uh, having Cole walk away with this one or run away with this one in the final month of the season. I'm told Aaron Hawksworth is back and she's ready to go. The engineer's out of her studio. Aaron, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? I can. And you hear me? 
Yes. I'm just, sort I have of. a little mixed minus <laughs> here, but hey, I'll try to get through it. I'm All hearing right, myself good. talk in my ear if folks don't know what that means. So, yeah, um, <laughs> what Garrett we'll Cole that. did last night was amazing. It kind of reminded me of what Max Scherzer would do. I mean, dudes don't go seven innings anymore. That's old sure. school style baseball. Um, and that's what Scherzer was doing here in Washington when he won the Cy Young. It really reminded me of that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, baseball last night, the Tampa Bay win streak comes to a close. Boston wins by a score of 3-2. to two. We mentioned the Arizona winner over San Diego uh, late last night. Milwaukee takes out San Francisco by a score of 5-2. to two. But the big news there, Aaron, uh, it's been happening all year. When are the Giants going to give up the lead? We, we've been having that conversation on this show. We, we weren't sure that it was going to happen. Well, it happened last night. Dodgers have won three straight. Uh, they beat Atlanta last night, four to three. Uh, so the Dodgers take sole possession of first place in the National League West. Uh, Giants half game back after losing their last four. Yeah, I mean, the Giants, sorry, I have got to get this mix minus fixed. Um, all right, okay, well, why, I'm just why don't keep you work talking out? and hearing myself echo, but it's really crazy. Well, don't worry about it. Why don't you get that fixed? Because uh, we, we've got a lot of big football stuff, I mean, going on. I know. I hear the I, breakdowns. I'm so excited to join game. you, and now it's really crazy. Go go get the engineer. Make sure you get that. Okay, I'll, I'll run right through back. the rest. I'll run through the rest of the baseball stuff. Uh, Dodgers. There's, look at what it took for them to take over first place in the NL West since August seventh. Since August seventh, they have a record of twenty and four. Also, last night, Major League Baseball AL side Detroit over Oakland by a score. Of eight to six, St. Louis, Cincinnati, they end up splitting their double dip. And uh, with all the weather on the East Coast, we had a couple of games that were postponed. Philly, Washington, also Miami, and the New York Mets. And I told Joe G's here, let, let's see if we can go one for two. Can we bat 500? I'm not sure. He's not looking up. Joe G, are you there? Okay, I'm going to... Oh, sorry, your your camera stalled, so I wasn't sure if you were there or not. All right, I'll, I'll stick with it myself. Promise, when I go to them again, I'm going to be 99% sure uh, that they, uh, they are there. So, I, I, you know, college football, we had week zero last week, but it kicks into high gear tonight when you have one of the top uh, teams in the country playing. So, um, you know, I know with some of you, the betting landscape that uh, Major League Baseball might take a back seat here until we get to October. But uh, that's for good reason, because I can't wait to see uh, what Ohio State has tonight. And uh, with the new quarterback, they are going to be visiting P.J. Fleck in Minnesota. I think you just go back and, and what Coach Day has done and, and the proof that he's had. I mean, he's 15-0 in the Big Ten. He's a really good football coach. You know, they're in the college football playoff last year and the national championship. They're a really good football team. Uh, a lot of returning starters. They've lost some guys, but they're a team that, that reloads. You know, they don't rebuild. Uh, very talented guys that are coming in and playing. So at every position, they have depth. They have experience. They've got guys that are really, really talented. Uh, but again, they're a really good football team. Every, I think everybody knows that. I think that, that that's well-documented and well-deserved. Uh, we've got to be the best team we can be on Thursday night. That's where my focus lays, and uh, that's what we'll continue to focus on. Yeah, I mean, P.J. Flex, right. 
you can't take anything away from the Buckeyes. Uh, some questioned the hire of Ryan Day once he took over. I mean, you really can't do it. Whatever, he had zero regular season losses under Day. Uh, we'll check in with Michael Felder. He's terrific on college football for Stadium. Always has some strong opinions. 11.20 Eastern time. Make sure you're here on a BetQL Daily. 11.20 Eastern time. Michael Felder will be here to talk about all the big games this weekend. And uh, especially about uh, Georgia Clemson. We all can't wait for that one. Uh, good job from uh, college football, giving us a Sunday night game between Notre Dame and uh, Florida State. So that's going to be a lot of fun. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski with you, working through some technical issues with Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth. A uh, ton to break down today. And on that Minnesota matchup, you know, P.J. Fleck brings in a uh, new offensive coordinator. A lot of issues a year ago. I mean, 2019, everything was going swimmingly. They had a 9-0 start, highly ranked for you know a lot of Gophers fans. They've never seen anything like that before. Tanner Morgan was having a ridiculous season. Well, flip that in 2020. With all the COVID issues that they were dealing with. I mean, Tanner Morgan, he's now a fifth-year quarterback, but he had seven touchdowns and five interceptions. We were talking 30 touchdowns, seven interceptions for 2019. So they're going to lean on the run game tonight. Uh, depending where you look, you're going to find a 13 and a half or a 14. So if you're going to back the Buckeyes, I would take a look at um, Ohio State on FanDuel Sportsbook. They're dishing out a 13 and a half right now. We'll be 13 and a half later tonight. I have no idea. Once you get the kickoff, not sure. And you have other sportsbooks that are dealing out a 14. I know it got up to 14 and a half on Wednesday. So it, it really depends what side you're going to be backing. Take a close look. I mean, that Gophers defense was rough last year. That's why they finished below 500. So we'll see if uh, they end up having a bounce back season. Looking forward to that uh, Big Ten matchup in college football this evening. How about in the NFL? Uh, good old uh, general manager Ryan Pace of the Bears talking about the plan for rookie quarterback Justin Fields. You know, I think we'll know when we know. You know, right now, you know, right now, like I, I think we we have a positive outlook. And that positive outlook goes off of what we've seen here every day with, with Andy. And that's Andy going to be leading our offense as Justin's progressing at the right rate. You know, our goal all along, guys, has been to win games with Andy and look over on that other field and see and look 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 at this guy we got right here. Look at look at the future of this franchise that we have right here. That's the goal, and we haven't changed from that. All right, so they are not adjusting their plan. Okay, good luck with that. I, I think the idea is once you get that quarterback in and we're talking about a, a top talent like they believe Justin Fields is not, and I agree with them on that for once, uh, with their evaluation of a quarterback. I mean, this this twosome, uh, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, they failed again and again and again, and you better believe that Nagy was involved in those decisions after Trubisky because obviously Nagy wasn't here. He was uh, working on developing Pat Mahomes in Kansas City, and that's why he believes you've got a sit-a-pull here. The problem is for the Bears is uh, they don't have an Alex Smith who was 9-6 and six when Pat Mahomes was sitting. He threw for 4,000 yards. The best year of his career when Pat Mahomes was there. So they weren't forced to play him. That's not the scenario the Bears have. They don't have much of an offensive line. So Dalton's going to be a sitting duck, and we're going to see this Sunday night football against that Rams defense with Aaron Donald. You've got a better chance of winning with Fields. They're telling the locker room we have a better chance of winning with Andy Dalton. I don't really believe it. Um, are they under fire 
for their job? Is there a lot of heat on them? I don't know. I just saw Dan Orlovsky tweet this, which I found notable. Uh, maybe Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace have gotten some form of assurance from Bears ownership that they will be given to 2022 season and their jobs are not in the line this season. If that's the case, then their patience with fields is more understandable. I don't know that they've received those types of assurances behind the scenes. I don't know that they've had those conversations. Uh, just as someone who who's watched this ownership and how they respond for my entire career, they love they love pace. They love Nagy. I'm telling you, they, they won't ruffle any feathers. They love both of them. They represent uh, the team well, except for Pace. I mean, everybody here in Chicago hates Pace, but for good reason. But um, I, I feel that the the move up to land Justin Fields bought them each two years. They're going to see what they can do with him. They're not going to respond and say, hey, you had one year with Justin Fields, your hand-picked quarterback, and it was a fail, Matt Nagy. I don't really think it's a huge accomplishment last year when they slipped into the playoffs with the extra postseason spot, but Nagy can always say, hey, uh, we've made the playoffs two out of the last three years with me as the head coach. So I, I don't think they're on the hot seat. There are some national people that do believe that uh, the Bears brass is on the hot seat here with the head coach and GM comb- combination. I don't really see it. I don't see it at all. Uh, he hasn't finished below 500 yet. Uh, win total seven and a half for the Bears. We'll see. A lot of injuries on that offensive line. That might be an issue. It was an issue uh, a year ago in the first half of the season that they were able to fix things, figure things out, even though they were dealing uh, with missing some guys. So we'll see if they're able to do that. Juan Castillo, the offensive line coach, highly regarded around the league. We'll see if they're able to do, do that uh, once again. So, yeah, there, there are a few things going on in the NFL that are worth mentioning, but we're all doing the countdown. It is down to seven days. College football mentioned five matchups with two ranked teams. That's the most we've seen uh, since getting the preseason AP poll. Uh, and I mentioned we're going to get to our college f- uh, football futures draft later on in the show. Uh, the problem, the yeah, I, I would say it is a problem, and it's why we're hearing more and more chatter about playoff expansion. Like, I'm sitting here today thinking about, okay, which futures do I want to recommend? Do I love anything? No, not really, because there's no value. We know the list of teams because it isn't open. Even if Cincinnati has a terrific season, do you really think that they're going to have a shot at the postseason playoff? Are they going to get any support from that board? I I don't see it. Too much would have to go wrong with... All the top teams in the SEC, a couple of the top teams in the Big Ten, Clemson, they'd probably have to lose a couple of games, and they'd still try to get them in. Oklahoma, look at their path. They could easily go undefeated. So I can't say there's a ton of value. doesn't get me really excited uh, about the idea of betting on a team to make the playoff or to win the championship. But, hey, we'll go over the odds. We'll, We'll see. We'll kick it around and see if there is any value. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network, also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and the Odyssey app weekdays at 9 a.m. to noon. Coming up next, we'll all be here to break down the NFC East, I think, and I hope and I pray. Uh, We'll break down the NFC East, tell you about the best bets, so keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.